0: Well, ladies and gentlemen welcome once again to inside ems I am your host Chris Savalero always following the stories that happen inside EMS and the man that always follows me is my partner Kelly Grayson KG how's your week been
1: it's been it's been good man I'm trying to trying to get back in the swing of things from uh, from the initial assessment conference uh, my first chance to to, uh, recharge my batteries all year. And, and <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of still, uh, my, my, my mind and my spirit are still in Lake Placid. I'm trying to get back the swing of things back in Louisiana.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's uh they put on a great show. It's a great regional conference. It's, uh, you know, one that if you're in that area and, and not just in New York state, Kelly, right. I mean, if you're in the surrounding yeah. states, you know, get on over there to Lake Placid next year and, uh, you know, allow the folks that are really putting in a lot of work, um, you know, do, uh, you know, to visit their conference and see what they've got. I mean, a lot of name speakers, a lot of great events. And, uh, you've been going up there for what, I mean, 10 years or so.
1: Yeah. Eight or nine, I think, um, it's been, it's been a, a really good run. Uh, these guys treat, their their conference goers extremely well and they treat their their speakers even better and every year they top themselves i didn't know how they would top uh, a speaker's dinner in the uh, olympic museum uh, but this year they had a, a guest speaker steve janicek the uh, backup goalie from the miracle on ice and got to take pictures with with janicek and listen to a pretty inspirational speech and and uh and where is gold medal? <laughs> you know, it's like a bunch of grown men in a room blubbering, going like, I was never so proud to be an American as I was <laughs> during the Olympics in 1980. Uh, it's pretty, pretty awesome stuff, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, I saw you post your, uh, I saw you post the pictures on your social media. And we all know that uh, Jim Craig was the goalie that uh, helped them get through that. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, you know, there was a, there was a great backup goalie there as well. I mean, a great college prospect and it was good that you got to hear from him. And it's good to hear kind of that firsthand uh, accounts as to what was happening. I mean, this was a, and I think we talked about it earlier on when you were actually up there in Lake Placid where there was no hope for this team. Right. And, uh, you know, Herb Brooks.
1: no, I no, didn't give a chance,
0: right. Herb Brooks. So we eventually became the coach of the New York Rangers for a while Uh, My favorite hockey team um, really kind of motivated these, uh, you know, these young men to uh, do the unthinkable. And uh, as you quoted, do you believe in miracles Uh, that came, um, you know, during that uh, TV cast, we didn't believe in miracles because we, there was no expectation that these guys would do anything. But anyway, you know, we're going back in history, but it was great that you got the opportunity to share that with somebody who was actually on that team? Yeah,
1: yeah, it was it was pretty awesome and it, and and an inspirational story about overcoming adversity and and that sort of thing you know, uh, uh teamwork and and uh, the power of dreams. It was pretty pretty cool. So,
0: Kelly, I want to ask you the question: uh, What would three hundred and fifty some odd dollars mean to you at the end of a year?
1: Um, oh man, I'd go nuts. Uh, three hundred and fifty whole dollars, I'd oh gosh i don't know i don't know i don't know chris I, i'd like to think that a windfall like 350 dollars wouldn't change me but I, I i can't say that man i don't know if i came into 350 unexpected dollars I, I suppose first i I'd try to remember all the little people i stepped on to get to where i am today uh but um i'd uh you know i'd i'd, I'd go splurge I'd, I'd do something nice for myself like you know fill my tank my, my gas tank or something
0: and use the uh, use the uh the high test right use the premium, That's but, right.
1: I before, we start, premium.
0: <laughs> before we start this discussion i think it's appropriate to say that uh, the comments that you and i have are our comments alone they don't reflect the one. They don't reflect Lexapol. Um, you know, this is our these are our thoughts and our opinions. But uh, the reason I ask you about the three hundred and fifty dollars is a big story in the news this week, which was really disappointing, not just to the people of Austin Travis County EMS, but also to EMS in general, where the city leaders um, gave a fourteen cents an hour raise to their EMS providers um, in the first pay negotiation since 2018. And I got to tell you, I mean, there was a lot of things that happened down there this year at Austin, Travis County. Uh, certainly, um, you know, they went through that ice storm way back when, where they did an incredible yeah. job, certainly the COVID, uh, 19 pandemic that, uh, they worked on and really kind of set an example. And, um, you know, what happened uh, was that the city returned a thank you, a nice little thank you of 14 cents an hour to their um, employees. And I think everybody at EMS who uh, looked at it uh, really kind of raised an eyebrow. Um, You know, when they went to collect the bargaining, the Austin EMS association uh, who represents, they wanted a base pay of $27 an hour uh, their current rate was $19 an hour, and the city offers a $0.14 cents raise. It really was a little bit of a smack in the face, I don't think, just for the members yeah. of Austin-Travis County EMS. But I got to tell you, Kelly, it might have been a smack in the face for the whole career field.
1: Yeah, I would I would say so. This one I tried on up there with the, the, the Blasio saying the work is different uh, as justification for treating EMP like crap in New York City. Um, you know, you've got one of the premier EMS agencies in the country. Austin-Travis County EMS is, is widely known for clinical excellence and, and being a progressive EMS system um, in one of the, the most rapidly growing cities in the country. And cost of living is, is skyrocketing. Uh, housing costs are, are crazy down there. Um, and with the, with the inflation we've got going on right now, uh, a simple cost of living increase has got to be pretty substantial, a heck of a lot more substantial than 14 cents. Um, you know, the, the, the EMS association asked for that, that, uh, uh, pay raise from 19 to 27, the living wage calculator in Travis County, uh, makes it clear that, uh, under $20 is not going to be a livable wage. Uh, yet they came up with a whopping uh, 14 cents. You know, Chris, if if my agency can come up with the substantial pay raise uh, and and above and beyond our yearly pay raises and cost of living increases, um, drinking from the, the finite revenue pool of, of CMS reimbursement, uh, you'd think that a, a municipal tax base provider could do a little bit better. Uh, I, I don't know. If I were an uh, Austin Travis County EMS employee right now, I'd be I'd be pretty insulted. Uh, it's it it more than just just the pay. It just shows how little they value uh, the EMS providers in their area. And, and what we say a couple of years ago that uh, you know if we waste this this goodwill, the surge of goodwill during the COVID nineteen pandemic, uh, we only have ourselves to blame. Uh, I don't think that Allison Travis County EMS is, is to blame for wasting any goodwill, but boy, how, how quickly we move from uh, from uh, healthcare heroes and, and heroic first responders to eh, what have you done for me lately?
0: And I may have overspoke Kelly, so I may have uh, given them a little bit more, but uh, our own Greg Fries, uh, who is the editorial director. Uh, actually wrote an article and uh, he quotes in it that a 14 cent hourly raise is just under 300 yeah not
1: even increase. 350 oh even so you're increase. already cutting into my financial that's right windfall. so i am already coming theoretical into windfall
0: but you know one of the things that i would like to know is what did the uh what did the police department get what did the fire department get now it may be the same which i would think that then it's a smack in the face to the other public service but you know we talk all the time about you know, CMS, Medicare and the reimbursement we get. And, and just for the people who are listening that may not know um, Medicare is not the windfall for us to get the reimbursement awesome. that we that want. Footage. I mean, and I say this all the time and I use it as an example. And if we send a $1,000 ambulance bill out the door uh, for our services, Medicare only re- reimburses 420 some odd dollars uh, of that 1,000, right? So, yeah. you know, people try to figure out, well, wait a minute, you know, we do X amount of runs a year times a thousand. Um, we should have money. Well, really it's X amount of calls per year uh, by the percentage of your business that is Medicare. Yeah. And a lot of times uh, that's about a 70% um reimbursement a lot of agencies have a 70 60 70 percent reimbursement from medicare and this gets into the whole discussion kelly about if i get a degree i want more money and uh, this was a big thing on social media uh last week as well on ems1 forums and i responded to And I actually tagged you. You didn't respond. I'm a little bit, uh, I wanted to carry on the discussion in text. You're all over social (laughs) media, but you can't respond to my, all right, we'll talk about that (laughs) later. But but one of the things that I want people to understand is this, is that, and I'll get back to this 14 cents as I tie this in together, is that we send that bill out the door. We get $427, about 70% of our business in EMS comes from CMS. So, you know, we're sending out you know, uh, you know, 70% of our bills to CMS for 420 some odd dollars. This is what handcuffs us is to pay in more money. And then of course, the the EMS one forum that I was talking about a minute ago was all about do degrees work? Do degrees help us in our career? And the answer is no, because we keep saying that we need to get degrees so they'll pay us more money. So what you're telling me is this CMS. Medicare, who is paying us 420 some odd dollars, will automatically pay us more money because we now have degrees, right? They're paying us for work we're doing now. And now all of a sudden, what's going to change because we have a degree? Well, that's a whole other show, right? But we're not going to get any more. But here's where my challenge comes in Medic, Austin Travis County EMS, this is a tax based service, this is a Mm -hmm. tax based system, right? And, yeah. uh, you know, they're bringing in money from the tax base for EMS. And this is where a third city service comes in. They're just yeah. like police. They're just like fire. They're just like sanitation. They get a tax base for their service. And, oh, by the way, they can still bill insurance companies as well. And I just think that uh, 14 cents an hour is really it's not even a slap in the face. It's really a punch in the face uh, from a rich community that uh, I would really say, you know what? Uh, we can't raise your pay at all this year rather than just say i'm going to give you uh you know 14 cents and you know what's really funny is in greg freese's um article he's got it right there man two nickels and four pennies that's what it is
1: yeah that's a great visual yeah you know and and if you have you you demonstrated aptly that if you have the the wrong payer mix, it doesn't matter how busy you are. Uh, it's a it's a fast track to insolvency. Uh, if you rely mostly on Medicare reimbursement or God forbid, you're in an economically depressed area and, and most of your people are on Medicaid, which only pays a fraction of what Medicare does, um, you're going to go bankrupt if You know, if you don't have some way to diversify your funding streams and and taxpayer supported third services do have uh, a more diversified funding stream. Hopefully they they bill CMS and insurance uh, and don't leave that money on the table. Um, But they have the backstop of the, the tax millage. Now, I don't know if if Austin Travis County's tax millage was was up for renewal or whatever or when that when that comes that maybe the county can, can, uh, increase its funding for EMS, but it would seem like, uh, in, in an off year that they could, they could come up with more than 14 cents. I I think a lot of the bureaucrats in general take, take tremendous pride in their ability to say no, you know, uh, to say no to anything, but what they want. And, uh, Nancy used to to put this uh, very well about how how to get buy in and how to sell this to like a tax millage or whatever to people. You know when you you don't say uh, we need x x number of million dollars more per year. What we need is the equivalent of one gallon of milk a week per household. Can you guys afford one gallon of milk a week uh, to to fund a premier EMS system? Uh, and that's the way you sell this sort of thing. But uh, it it speaks very poorly of the the citizenry of, of Austin and the the uh, the leadership of Travis County that they can't come up with more than fourteen cents. Um, and you, when you're already in the middle of a staffing shortage, a pandemic, uh, uh, tremendous operational burdens that that sap your will to work and your your uh, job satisfaction, um, a fourteen cent pay raise is uh, a <laughs> It's, it's just the the uh the cherry on top of the crap Sunday uh it it really really saps your your will to go to work i would imagine
0: yeah and i I don't really understand the gallon of milk thing i don't know that that works but
1: uh oh man it does work yeah i don't know
0: man i don't know when you, but,
1: divide, when you divide the population of the community uh the number of households in the community by how much much more money you're trying to raise via tax millage uh, it actually breaks down that you, you don't say we need an extra $7 million a year to meet our operating costs. You say uh, each community needs or each okay. household yeah. needs to contribute a gallon of milk, you well know, enough. the equipment cost of, well, yeah. see, man, you need to talk to Nancy McGee. No, I, she don't, can, no I don't need <laughs> to. She can make you no, I don't more want financially to. literate.
0: No. So, but um, back to the story, uh, the president of, of the Austin EMS association, Selena yeah. Z., And I hope that's the way you say her name, Selena. If I I made a mistake, I don't know you, but I apologize for uh, mispronouncing your name. Uh, She went to uh, and talked to KVUE, the department, you know, KVUE News, and the department is already down 25% on personnel. And again, this is a premier EMS system. And this premier EMS system is down a quarter of their workforce. And a lot of people voiced extreme frustration, she says. And that many people quit because of this disrespect shown today. And uh, she was very easy to point that out. And it seems likely that the city's um, 14 cent pay raise will actually drive some providers to get into the uh, workforce and look for something different. You know, what's funny is we have um, we have uh, convenience stores up here in St. Louis, like any other you know, any other city that has their convenience stores and they're called Quick Trip QT, and they're paying yeah. $20 an hour for people. That- piece
1: pays better than that.
0: So, you know, but this was the first pay negotiation in Austin since 2018 as well, Kelly. So four years, this is the first time that they've yeah. had pay negotiation. Pre-pandemic.
1: And, and it's a know, different world now.
0: You know, and the association really was trying to uh, get a $27 an hour, uh, uh, you know, try to get them from $19 base pay to $27 base pay, because this is what you you mentioned, what it costs to live in Austin, uh, Texas. It's a very, very expensive part of Texas. Um, and the living wage calculator for Travis County made it clear that workers needed to anything under $20 per hour, was not a livable wage as you mentioned yeah. and and the people who have the knowledge to uh you know take a 3 month old who's in cardiac arrest and do their magic and hopefully uh, save that baby uh they're not making a livable wage in a city that uh really is thriving you know and if you've been to yeah. Austin you know what a beautiful city it is uh and I think maybe we're just belaboring this point but uh I was very uh... it's a
1: point that deserves belaboring uh, we need to shout this from the rooftops this is not accepted uh, and and we need to stand behind the our, our colleagues at Austin Travis County EMS um, and and voice our support because uh, this affects all of us this is this is not just a slap at, at the EMS providers in Austin Travis County it, it is an example of how poorly, uh, we are regarded or how uh, uh, definitely um, we are regarded by by policymakers uh, and the citizen we, that we serve. Now, Austin-Travis County has a uh, Austin-Travis County EMS has a pretty potent PR machine. So it's not like they're not getting their message out there. Uh, it's not like they're they're out, not out there. Um, you know uh spreading the spreading the word uh of the of the good that they do and and the challenges that they face yet somehow 14 cents an hour uh gets put on the table uh we need to respond to this every bit as, as vociferously as we did uh the slide that de Blasio gave to uh EMS providers in New York City uh we work hard uh we're risky ourselves in a a pandemic and and keeping up with an operational tempo that would break most people, and uh, they need to be paid a living wage to do it.
0: Now, just to be fair in this process, so we can hear both sides of this story, um, and I don't know that the fairness is uh, that they are correct, but just to give the uh, other side of the story, despite the pushback, city leaders defend the offer claiming the total package was a 51% increase in the new money compared to the last contract they approved in 2018. The city's statement said that entry-level pay for a paramedic would be 5% higher than any other governmental entity in Texas if accepted, and uh, so that was their kind of pushback according to the city statement. Using the current pay structure over the next four years, the offer on the table would provide a 15% increase to 70% of the employees and a 24% increase to 29% of the employees. Um, But, you know, when you think about this from the standpoint of uh, the person who has to make ends meet and maybe Mm -hmm. not even afford to live in the city of Austin and they have to go into the round rocks and they have to go into the other outlying areas to survive, um, you know, I think it's really kind of crazy uh, that we went there. But Kelly, I mean, I think we've kind of hit this pretty hard. But yeah. give us a closing thought. Give us a closing thought, and uh, let's uh, move along. And just again, uh, I just want to reiterate that the opinions of this uh, on this show between Kelly and I, our opinions, our opinions alone, they don't reflect the views of EMS One. They don't reflect the views of Lexapol. But uh, give us your closing thought.
1: Yeah, and, well, you misstated something. It said when they, they say their pay package is 50% more, um, uh, actually, you, you said uh, that their entry-level pay would be 50% higher than any other governmental entity in Texas. Now it's, it's 5% higher. Oh, good. Uh, thank
0: you. Thank, but, you for, thank you for correcting
1: me. Yeah, so which makes the slap even worse. Uh, the, the thing being, this, this is mu- very much like um, sign-on bonuses you know, and and the long tenured employees at an agency uh, are, are slighted by major sign on bonuses because you're giving the newest employees uh, with the least stake in the company and the least tenure uh, significant pay increases over the longer tenured employees that have been there faithfully working for years and years. Um, so retention bonuses might be in order, you know, and that sort of thing. So so more money needs to come to the to the uh longer tenured employees as well uh and more so than, than they have given but hey that's what we think we'd like to hear what you think uh nobody in ems thinks they're paid what they're worth but what do you think of only a 14 cent on average pay raise for employees in austin travis county ems we'd like to hear your thoughts at the show at ems1.com and for myself and co-host chris sebalero thanks for tuning in to inside ems We're going to catch you guys next week.